Media reports say Frank James, who warned last month that he was entering the danger zone, he rented a U-Haul van in Philadelphia, and it's been tied to the end train attack in Sunset Park in Brooklyn. He's being sought for questioning, police said after the keys were found underneath the seat, among items recovered that are believed to belong to the shooter. He basically said that he's a victim of mental health programs in New York City. James posted a lengthy YouTube video saying he's 63, full of anger and hate and bitterness. And he was railing about New York City. He criticized Mayor Eric Adams for not doing more to combat homelessness in the city blaming Eric Adams for pretty much everything and essentially saying the situation was something that he thought was going to be a problem as car after car that he went to in the subways was loaded with homeless people and it was bad that he couldn't stand and kept moving from car to car as he traveled through the subway district. Now the NYPD said that there is increasing security for the mayor of New York City and Eric Adams is protected. We don't know if indeed he really did test positive for COVID or something was set off that made him take cover right now with all the problems the city is having. There's a spike in violence in the city. Eric Adams blames gun violence on, well, guns, but not the gangs, not the thugs who've been empowered by not just his administration and his presence in the city streets, but that also of many other people who are very, very much upset with how crime has risen to alarming levels. Some would say this has only been a matter of time Everybody pretty much blames Adams for being worse than Bill de Blasio in many areas. And he has a lot to answer for indeed. But is it all really his fault? No. Let's be fair. I criticize Eric Adams like anybody else. But I also give him credit when credit is due. He is trying. He is reaching out and he is trying to get it along with other people. We may rile about the fact that 90% of the officials he seems to appoint all come from one race. But on the other hand, he may say that when he was growing up, all the city officials were white because the mayor was white. So maybe that's why he wants to make all the officials now black because, well, he's the mayor and he's black. However, it's been seen as somewhat of a point that a lot of people are upset about, particularly Asian Americans. You see, African Americans make up probably the fourth largest group racially in the city of New York. Asian Americans have long overtaken the African American population as the third largest group. In fact, Hispanics, which make up the second largest group, are on the verge of becoming the largest. Caucasians are still pretty much one of the largest groups, 
but even among the Caucasians themselves are those who are technically Hispanic because there are a lot of Hispanics who identify as Caucasian. So the numbers are probably higher and Hispanics, if you really want to get down to it, are probably more in the majority even than Caucasians. So the numbers are shifting along with the population of New York City. But other population groups have also increased. And it is because of this that a lot of people get upset. And that crime, some people say, is rising. Because some people, some groups, more so criminal groups and gangs, don't want to see that happen. They want things to stay pretty much the way they are. And just as they chased away middle-class families from parts of the Bronx and other areas, they'd rather see more migrants, more newcomers into the city and its neighborhoods than those of longtime residents or people born in the city of New York. They'd rather see more of us move to the suburbs for some basic reason that the criminals know that the newcomers, they're easy prey. Unfortunately for Eric Adams, he has to face this situation and this problem. And it is a problem indeed. Now, the rants of Frank James may or may not be the rants of the actual shooter. It is still not 100% clear that Mr. James is a shooter. What is very clear is that he rented the van whose keys were found at the crime scene inside the subway car that appears to show that it is related to the shooter. How related? We don't know. But we'll check and we'll keep you posted. Meantime, there's more here on this. A lot of times when you're talking about a person of interest, you got to find out what's interesting about them, meaning you got to find out what makes them tick, meaning you got to go to where they are from. Because everybody has a home, everybody has a starting point. Well, Frank R. James is from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And here is some words that he had with local television. Uh, it's a very interesting report. You might want to listen to it, listen to the whole thing, including the part where the reporter who's standing in front of Frank R. James's home hears shots fired 15 seconds before he's being called to air. New York City police identified the person of interest as 62-year-old Frank James and released this photo. It appears to be a screenshot from a YouTube video where James is leaving Milwaukee for Philadelphia. He makes it clear he doesn't plan to come back to Wisconsin. All I can say is good riddance. <laughs> and I will never be back again alive to that <laughs> You can keep that the video was posted March 20th. In it, he talks about having post-traumatic stress disorder, but doesn't make it clear from exactly what, only saying bad things happened in his life. In the video, James talks quite a bit about the war in Ukraine and mentions the people of Milwaukee when discussing sanctions on Russia. I'm so glad. Man, I'm so glad. You know, um, and especially looking at the attitude of white people, especially where I was at, Milwaukee, oh my God, them The video at times can be hard to understand. New York City police are asking anyone who may know where James is to give them a call. Police say he has addresses both in Wisconsin and Philadelphia.
Cassidy, thank you. Fox 6 has been digging up new details about the man NYPD want to talk to all night long. Fox 6's Sam Kramer joins us live now in Milwaukee with more on what we found out about Frank James. Hi there, guys. Well, we just heard some shots fired not too far away, but here's what we know. We've been going through some social media, public records, online videos of Frank James. We're standing in a neighborhood uh, near 6th and Center, not that far from Police District 5. And in one of the videos that James posted, again, he's the person of interest in this New York City subway shooting, not a suspect, a person of interest. He's complaining about a parking ticket he got right uh, here outside his home, complaining that this is a loading zone. Why it's a loading zone outside of his home, that's what he was really questioning. Um, so again, we're working to get in touch with the person who owned the building that we believe he lived in. We're going to talk to neighbors, uh, but again, kind of a, a flurry here. I just heard shots maybe 15 seconds before you guys came to us. So uh, when we know more, we will certainly bring it to you. For now, we're live in Milwaukee. Sam Kramer, Fox 6 News. I can know the feeling of what uh, Frank Kramer or, or uh, well, whoever, Kramer, this reporter, uh, I think his name is... Uh, what is his name? <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, so, you know, can you what that, that's like, uh, you know, hearing shots fired just before you're doing a report on a sh mass shooter? Anyway, that's part of life in the big city, I guess. Uh, Milwaukee is, of course, a major city, and they do have a crime problem. They do have a lot of issues and problems as well. And uh, it indeed is uh, something that, that a lot of people are talking about. But this isn't the first time that... Mr. James has apparently been upset. We'll try and find some of those videos and some of his rants so you can listen to them more. All right, so you're back again. You're back here. You're back home. And yes, I am driving. I am driving. I am driving. I am driving because I started my trip early. I'm on my way to Philadelphia. But yeah, just um, on the drive, man, I'm just, just, just uh, thinking because I'm heading back into the danger zone, so to speak. You know, um, and it's triggering a lot of negative thoughts, of course, because I do suffer, have a bad, severe case of post-traumatic stress after this been through over the years, man. And just thinking about, you know, um, again, how fucked people are, you know, and, and, and the nerve, the nerve, especially of an N-word. To want to be somebody's judge and there's no way no how an word is qualified to be anybody's judge excuse my expression because after we've been through but see again you take a bath put a clean pair of underwear on get a nice dress a nice pair of shoes and you start to imagine yourself to be something that you're not and i'm talking to the people that i post you i'm really again i'm talking to those motherfuckers that um did did, did, did damage or did harm to me tried to kill me get me killed try to get me locked up i'm talking to them basically because they were all black we're all in the same boat, going to the same place, regardless of what anybody wants to say. And especially now, with the situations happening over in Ukraine. And they keep mentioning the potential of World War III. Well, no, we're already in World War III. So let's listen now as we uh, think we know more about people who are very upset and angry, what we should do. Well, first of all, if you hear somebody ranting and raving, um, it's not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's a way they release their emotions, they talk about things. 
But when you hear people crossing the line and talking about danger zones, PTSD, violence, and making threats, that goes too far. Uh, for 30 years, I was a journalist. Um, opinions, criticism, critiquing, making commentary that is critical is part and parcel of what we do when it is necessary. There are times, of course, when people go too far with their criticism, and that can often get people upset with you as a person, when in fact they don't understand that what you're doing is talking about the situation or the thing that happened. I know uh, many people are used to, you know, the long, bombastic type of journalism that basically goes out and criticizes and talks about things that are wrong and tries to write them with a single broadcast. You can't do that. All you can do is point it out, talk about it, bring it to people's attention and hope for the best. Because sometimes there's an expression in the Filipino, I grew up in the Philippines, so for those of you who don't know that, um, and it's called manhid, which basically means a total lack of feeling. I know people like that. They've lost that feeling. You know, it's kind of like there's no tenderness anymore when you kiss their lips or there's no uh, look of love in their eyes and there's no tenderness like before in their fingertips I'm trying hard not to show it baby wait 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 a minute wait a minute wait a minute I'm getting a little confused with karaoke and uh, <laughs> podcasting but anyway what I was trying to get at is there's a certain point where people become too desensitized and they become too um, how would I put it uh, calus almost to a point where you know they, they have no more feeling they have no more emotion they don't really care about anything anymore and that becomes dangerous both as a person as a individual as a journalist as whatever you have to be able to go out and express yourself obviously something upsets you then express it because you might just blow a gasket one day getting so upset you know and and, and uh, not, our body's not designed to blow too many gaskets <laughs> you know especially as we get older so express your anger express your emotions there's nothing wrong with doing it in a podcast but please follow the law Obviously, you have a right to freedom of speech, but you do not have a right to threaten or attack anybody uh, beyond what is considered, you know, the, the, the legal limit of libel or slander. Um, you have to follow certain rules, decorum, practices, you know. It's just basic humanity, basic community, basic being civilized with one another. Now, a lot of people may say, oh, that's all crap. You know, nowadays, everybody just screams at everybody and calls everybody every four-letter word they can think of under the sun. Eh, I don't believe that's so. I know a lot of people who are not like that. I think the fact that many colleges and universities seem to produce a crop of students now whose vocabulary seems more like, well, I've met actually sailors who are more eloquent than that, but seems more like something that you'd hear on the docks, you know, 50 years ago, <laughs> or you know, uh, in some in some 
basically bar or something or prison or jail um but that is sadly the reality that, that we face nowadays it has just become a desensitized society and frank james for all we know could be a kind caring person he could have been a dad he could have been a mom uh, to somebody you know you never know these days uh and and he just got pushed over the edge we don't know why uh he says in that one clip we've just played uh there were people who he was angry about who tried to put him in jail or whatever we don't know what that's about but we probably will the days and weeks ahead Hey, if uh, Frank James is out there and wants to reach us, uh, he can get me on Twitter, Mike of New York. Send me a direct message. Uh, we can chat. We can talk. I'd be willing to listen to what you have to say. Although, definitely, I would prefer if you, you know, did that with NYPD. There's people there who can help you deal with whatever problems you're facing. And, uh... I don't know exactly what happened on that subway, but it seems that whoever was firing that gun fired in such a way that nobody was critically injured. It was like they were shooting at the feet, legs, lower extremities. Didn't seem to be shooting to kill. Almost. Almost. I could be wrong. And, uh, yeah, that's just something that uh, I guess you would notice. I'm Mike of New York, and we'll be back with more, probably when I'm not yawning and trying to fall asleep and trying not to fall asleep, <laughs> as we look at this Brooklyn shooting, and of course, hopefully, this situation is over. Have a great day. God bless. Peace to y'all.